A rose by any other name would smell as sweet, says William Shakespeare. Is it true? That's what we're going to talk about on this week's podcast. So join me. Hey, happy girls. Welcome back to another episode of Find Your Fit Podcast with your bra lady, Missy Helderman. A teacher at heart, she loves to give tips that make life easier, share stories that inspire, and equip us with tools to walk in confidence every day. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. So welcome back to Find Your Fit podcast with your bra lady, Missy Helderman. This week, we are finishing up our four-week kickstart to discovering your design and purpose. Well, at least I think we're finishing it up. I don't know. We may keep doing this for a couple weeks. Let's see. Okay. I want to just reiterate real quick that this is the fourth in the series that we were going to do, a kickstart. So if you have not gone back and listened to those first three, I highly recommend that you do. It's not that they build on one another, but there are great tips that I share in each one of them that will help you go along this journey. Because finding your design, finding your purpose is truly that. It's a journey. And as we're doing it, having those little bitty points and tips and things really do help. So I tell you what, we'll just stop right here so you can go back and listen to those and we'll wait for you. It's not a problem. This is a journey. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. So go back, listen to it. Okay. So let's go back and just review really quickly what we've talked about so far. The first week, we actually talked about your talents. What are you good at? What are the things that just come naturally, like breathing to you? What is it that you do that not everybody can do? The second week, we talked about entertainment. And that was kind of, it was interesting, wasn't it? When you start looking at how you're entertained, when you're off, what do you like to do? What television shows do you like to watch? What music do you like to listen to? What do you do for entertainment? And more importantly, why do you do it? Because that really does shed some light on your design. The third week, we talked about admiring others. Those people that we maybe see from afar or even are close to us, people that are from the past, whomever, that have characteristics or attributes that we like, that we aspire to, that we are drawn to. Those are the people that we wanted to look at and make a list of to really see not only what it is that we admire from them, but why. Now, each week, I told you to pull out your little journal and your pretty little pen and make these notes, make these lists. We give you homework every single week. So did you do it? Now, I know I heard from Miss Ravonda. And she said she was a little too lazy to get off of her chair to get her journal and her pen. But she promised me that she was going to do it later. So did you? Good job. This week, we're going to continue that process, that kickstart. And we're going to talk about names. What is in a name? What is the significance of a name? For us in the Western world, a lot of times we don't think about what a name means. But in other cultures and other nationalities, a name 
holds a lot of significance. There's a lot of thought put into the name. There's a lot of prayer that's put into the name and even a lot of research. So I want you to think about what does your name sound like? What does your name mean? Let me give you some examples that I know from the Bible. So one of the names that I think of in the Bible is Abram. Abram, we know in Genesis 17, actually God changes his name from Abram to Abraham. But why? Why did he change his name? Well, let's look at it. Abram means exalted father. Okay, great name, right? But then God changed it to Abraham. Well, what did that mean? It means the father of many. So in Genesis 17 is when God gave Abraham the promise that he would be the father of nations. So therefore, every single time when he changed his name from Abram to Abraham, it was reminding him every time he heard that, that he was to be the father of nations. It's just like if you're being told your name is beautiful and every time you're, you hear your name, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Hey, beautiful, come here and get this. Hey, beautiful, do this. Hey, beautiful. Don't you start thinking that you're beautiful? So every time he heard his name, every time he believed that name, he took it to heart and it grew inside of him of that, yes, I am first was an exalted father, but now I'm an exalted father of many. Isn't that interesting? So let's think about some other names. I looked up a couple of different others. Sarai and Sarah, the wife of Abraham, her name was also changed. Sarai with an I meant princess. What a beautiful name. How would you like to be called princess every day of the week? Wouldn't that be great? But when God changed her name to Sarah with an H, it meant noble woman or princess. So not only was she the princess, but now she was of nobility. God was putting that name on her, that significance. Let's look at a couple others. Like Lee. I looked up Lee. Lee means meadow or delicate. Isn't that beautiful? Doesn't that just make you kind of go, ah, relax and just, you could just see this little flower, right? This little yellow flower in the meadow. How nice. It's Lee. Or how about Jonica? God is gracious is what Jonica means. What is it that if you understood the meaning of your name and you heard God is gracious Every time mama was calling you for dinner, can you imagine the, the confidence that you would put in God's grace? Every single time that you heard your name being called by the teacher, it was a reminder that God is gracious or that you were a princess or a noble woman or the father of many. Amazing, isn't it? Well, let me tell you a little bit about my story. I know in the past... Um, podcast I have shared just a little, but let me tell you a little bit more about mine. So my full name is Melissa. Melissa means honeybee and industrious. Isn't that just sweet? I'm sorry, but when you're looking at noble princess and you're looking at God is gracious 
honeybee and industrious was just not the perfect thing I thought in my head. For many years, I just like, oh yeah, okay, great. I mean, it means a honeybee. How lovely. And it wasn't until I actually was at a conference that somebody was talking about the significance of her name and how her name really identified who she was and her personality. And I was actually sitting beside another Melissa. We didn't really know one another, but we got to talk. It's like, well, yeah, we know what our name means, but what does that have to do with anything, right? So her and I right there just prayed, Lord, can you help us understand why you've given us this name? And I'll tell you, it was probably about two weeks after that, that I started seeing the significance of my name. So let me tell you a little bit about my personality and who, who I am, what I do. Okay. So I am the type who I don't care any given situation. If I have a crowd of people, I'm not the wallflower. I'm the one who bounces from one person to the next. And I talk to everybody in the room. It may not be for very long. It may just be for five minutes here and five minutes there, but I will get little tidbits of information. And I just do this subconsciously. It's like I make a little Rolodex in my head of all the different things that people offer, all the people, things they need, different things I've picked up about them. And then what I seem to do is I connect them. So if I'm in a room and I find out that, hey, little Miss Susie over here has a car to sell, but then I've got, oh, little Sally over here that's looking for a car. Well, does it not make sense to put the two together? So what I started to see was that I really, really, really love to cross-pollinate people. Is that not just like a bee? I buzz from one person to the next person to the next person to cross-pollinate so that everybody can be fruitful. And it is what I have done for as long as I can remember. I used to apologize for it because I'd see people. One of my best friends is one who can just sit down and have a conversation in the midst of 50 people. She can sit and have an in-depth conversation with just one person. 10, 15, 20 minutes. Me, on the other hand, if I've got 50 people in the room, then there's 49 other people that I need to be buzzing around and talking to just to say hi, see how they're doing. And I would try so hard to be just like her. And then I could just sit and talk to her or talk to one person. But I caught myself constantly like, squirrel, squirrel, you know, Doug from up squirrel. And I'd see this person that I want to talk to. And, oh, I'd see this Sally over here and Annie over there and George. I wanted to see everybody. I can't help myself. And it wasn't until a friend of mine, I was apologizing to a friend and she says, why Missy, do you apologize? Because that is who you are. She says, you know, if I need to find out anything, if I need information about anyone or a resource, I always know that I can go to you because you either have the person or you know the person to go to to get the person. And that's kind of who I am. But whoever would have thought when you heard Melissa Honeybee Industrious, 
that that would actually be such a huge part of my name. The other thing about Melissa is it was actually a gift from my father. He was the one who was determined to have me name Melissa. Now, I can't ask him why. I don't know. But it is so meaningful to me now. It's like a gift. So what I want you to do now is I want you to look into the meaning of your name. I know nowadays there are so many names that are unique and parents have made them up by combining two names or making them up completely, but they have a reason why they've made those. I want you to find out, and this is your homework, by the way, I want you to look up what the meaning of your name is. And if you're able to, talk to your parents, find out why they named you. Now, it might be that they saw the name uh, scrolling through a movie trailer. It may be that they had a cousin that you're named after. They may have even seen it on Tombstone. I've heard that too. Some beautiful old names that have come from a tombstone. But look up that name. Write it out. And when I say look it up, I mean, go to Google, type in your name, find out, you know, they have all kinds of baby names like she knows and different things. Just type in name, meaning of, and then your name. See what comes up. See if it's in other nationalities too. Some have Hebrew, some have Gaelic, different things like that. I know I've got, is it Gaelic? That my name also means servant of Jesus. I found that out not too long ago. So look up different things and kind of jot them down and tuck them away. But also I want you to pray about it because just like me and the other Melissa, we had no idea, honeybee. I mean, nowadays, now that we have we're aware of it. Now that I'm aware of it, you see so much on television, so much in the the magazines about the importance of a honeybee and how if a honeybee is not doing the work of the cross-pollination, then a lot of our food would not even be around. And so, I mean, golly, doesn't that feel important? Woohoo, I'm a honeybee. <laughs> I know you got to love me, but I want you to look at that. I want you to see what your name is. Now, don't go over analyzing what your name is. Okay. Honeybee does not mean a whole lot to me anyway. I mean, it means a lot to me now, but don't try to read into it more than it needs to be. Don't overanalyze. But what I do want you to do is continue to pray. Ask the Lord to show you because he is very faithful to do that. Remember, we've talked about Jeremiah 33, 3, that when we seek and we ask him, that he will show us those great and hidden things that we don't know. And it's not that he's hidden this away for us not to know or to punish us, but so we can find them like a treasure. He is just as excited for you to understand your name as you are. Actually, probably more. Because these are the things when you start to really focus on it, focus on your design, it will help you see this bigger picture of where you, where you fit in. At the very beginning of the series, I talked about how, how do you know the design of a room? How do you know the purpose of a room? 
if you don't go into it and start looking at what's in the room itself, right? If you're going into this room and it has a sink and a dishwasher and a refrigerator and a stove, well, it's not going to be a bedroom, is it? Well, maybe if it's a flat in New York City and that's all you have with the bed included. But you know what I mean? What we're trying to do is find those little things that are in your design that are significant and specific to you. Because when we find that, that's when we're going to start seeing where we fit in and how we can utilize what we've been given to become everything that God's given us. So in great bra lady fashion, let's talk about Hints from Helderman. Sponsored by Anita, makers of top quality lingerie and sports bras, where excellent fit, optimal comfort, and outstanding quality is the objective. Did you know that there are not just 35 sizes of bras? They don't stop at double D. Is that amazing or what? I know, I know you're looking at me like I have two heads, but it's true. Most stores, when I say most stores, I'm thinking big box stores only carry 30 to 35 sizes. But here's the thing. There are over 200 sizes. And not only are there 200 sizes, but after a D cup, there's six sizing charts. So you could be a... M, you could be an O, you could be a P, you could be a Q, you could be a a double F, you could be a double G, you could be, yeah, isn't it crazy? And the bands go from like a 28 to 50 something. Actually, I don't even know where the bands stop. So it's crazy. Every year they're making bigger sizes and different sizes. And that is why we struggle to find our fit our size in a bra. We're trying to stuff ourselves into those 30 to 35 sizes that we can find down the street when there's actually so many more. So ladies, there's your hint from Helderman. Stop trying to stuff yourself into places that you don't belong. Just because you can get yourself into it does not mean it fits. So this has been another episode of Find Your Fit with your broad lady, Miss C. Helderman. You have a great week and thanks for joining us until next week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, happy girls. That was another episode of Find Your Fit Podcast with your host, Missy Helderman. For additional resources or just to learn more about Missy and the bra market, check us out on our website. That's www.thebramarket.com. Once you're there, you can find access to our subscriptions, other offerings, and of course, more information about who Missy and her business is. Make sure to check us out at www.thebramarket.com. Until next time, happy girls.